a game, so I explain it pretty easily. Listen, I'm only going to explain this one more time. Because he's forced out. It's, it's a force. Because he must. He must. Hello. Hello, and welcome to Because They Must, a sports history podcast hosted by me, Tyler, lover of sports, gambler of sports, wearer of sports things. And me, Sophie, and I'm here, (laughs) and I'm having a good time, and it's a very, very exciting day, um, because as we record this... Just last night, yeah. Then are the reason for the namesake of this podcast became an Oscar winner, Brendan Fraser, because of Encino Man. Yeah, he won for Encino Man, uh, and yeah. that's actually what we're named after, yeah. Encino Man, because he must. No, if you don't know, our name comes from another Brendan Fraser movie, Blast from the Past. Um, if you haven't watched it, today would be a great day. Just celebrate that beautiful, beautiful man and everything he's given to the world of sports. <laughs> <laughs> he's really helped people learn the rules as they are. He has. I understand baseball because of that scene in that movie. That's so cool. Him and Christopher Walken, the two greatest athletes <laughs> of our generation. Uh, yeah, that was, I'm, we're so happy for him. I'm so happy for him. Uh, this is, you know, we're here to talk about sports, but what is the Oscars if not the Olympics of acting? And that's how we always try to tie things yep, together exactly. so our two worlds can keep colliding. Yeah, we watched the Super Bowl. And Rihanna was there this time, too. You wow. did not watch the Super Bowl, so that's not... I watched Rihanna's performance at the Super Bowl. Okay, that's fair, I guess. So I guess I did watch the Super Bowl. All right. Anyway... I watched anyway, the Oscars. Anyway, yeah, what do you have to say? I'm just, uh, we're, you know, we're a, f- we're a few Trying weeks. to call me out in front of all of our fans. All I of can't, our fans. I can't believe that you would do that to me. Sorry, that was rude of me. Uh, keep it behind the curtain. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the sports curtain. The sports curtain. Uh, things are good. Our XFL teams are doing well. Sure. We're happy for the Sea Dragons sure. and the Battlehawks. I mean, there's only, what, like seven of them? So it's pretty hard for someone to be doing bad. Like... Well, someone has to be doing bad. No, I mean, they're all just kind of playing each other back and forth. There's only seven of them. That's true. The United States lost in the World Baseball Classic yesterday. Not surprised. That, I also learned that there was a World Baseball Classic this well, weekend. To be fair, this is only the fifth one. The Oscars of the baseball world, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah. What else is up with you? Anything? Okay, uh, I don't know. I'm being put on the spot. Um, I'm trying no. to get better at the before, <laughs> you know, easing oh, okay. it in. Like you, you see, for the, people can't see you now. You're so anxious about doing this. You haven't stopped pulling your hair, <laughs> and you're <laughs> you look so uncomfortable. I like fidgeting, having small talk <laughs> with me. <laughs> I just try to find the happy medium where I'm not being pushy, but I'm also being casual. <laughs> you look so uncasual. Well, 
If you're envisioning me, I'd like you to picture me as a casual <laughs> position. <laughs> he is white Thank knuckling <laughs> the couch cushion. <laughs> All right, get to your story, Lowell. All right. Well, this one's really is one I didn't really know a lot about, but it's one that is um, referenced a lot in literature. Oh. Um, it is entitled. I know how to read. I didn't know it. I knew kind of about it, but I didn't really knew the story until I like dove into it. But it's one of these fun things, and there's a lot of examples of this. But this is called the Black Sox scandal. Okay. And it was one of the most well-known gambling scandals in all of sports. Okay. Uh, there's a movie. You really, I got to be honest, You, this is the, it feels like this should be exciting and it feels very droll so oh, far. Oh, it is exciting. Okay. You seem, are you excited about it? Woo. Okay. <laughs> so it's mentioned a lot in literature, you said. So are you going to get into that? or? There's a movie about it called Eight Men Out. Never heard of it. The her. elements of Field of Dreams have a lot of the story this, about it. Is this a a ghost gambling story? I wish. That oh would be God. a really cool tale. Okay. Um, and this is also referenced in The Great Gatsby. It's referenced in The Great Gatsby. Yes. Okay. So they reference. Is this the, so the Black Sox and the Green Light, right? Is that yes, what it is? That's okay. It. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is about eight players from the Chicago White Sox who were accused of throwing the 1919 World Series against the Cincinnati Reds. Throwing the game or throwing the ball? Throwing, <laughs> th <laughs> Thro throwing the game. Okay. The whole series, actually, as we're going to get into. It. How do you... Th okay. So there's eight players. Uh, I'll just say them once, and then we won't have to say it oh over and God. over again. Okay. Do we... Can't we just say that there were like eight players in the? Well, some of them are kind of fun because this was a time in sports when people had like silly names. Okay, lay it on me. You know what I mean? So like Ed Sickett, not as fun. No. Lefty Williams. Okay. Yeah. One of the most famous ones that is in this is Shoeless Joe Jackson. I know. I know Shoeless Joe Jackson. Joe Jackson. Oscar Happy Felsch. Chuck or Chick Gandil, Swede Reisberg. Buck Weaver. Is this all one name that you're Fred saying? Fred McMullen. Those, those were eight names. <laughs> oh, I thought you didn't give any sort of pause. So I thought you were just giving a really long name for oh. a second. Well, those were the eight. Okay. Break it up in your head. Mm, okay. <laughs> uh, so you're like, this is another gambling. Wasn't Pete Rose someone that gambled on sports as well? I would never say that. Who's Pete Rose? We did a whole episode <laughs> about Pete Rose. I literally he gambled on I games when he Tyler, was a manager. Literally, have never heard of this man in my entire life. I can't. Who? Believe it. What did he do? Pete Rose gambled on baseball while he was the manager of the team in Cincinnati. You don't remember this? <laughs> no. Oh boy. All right. <laughs> well, that was more current. This is in 1919. Okay. And. It was said that the players didn't like the owner at the time. Mm -hmm. His name was Charles Kaminsky. And it's because he had a... God, I really did. I, I'm actually... Let's stop for a second. Okay. I think I'm concerned about my mental health. Yeah, we talked about object permanence recently. <laughs> no, I think but I now, just... Like, the thing is, is maybe I'm just dissociating this whole time. Like, I just get out of here and I, like, blacked out. Like, I don't even know what I, what I say. You know... I, that happens to me like a lot when I like perform <laughs> like I black out completely like where do I go I'm just working off like charisma and universe energy good vibes I, that's all it is so th what this really makes me want to do and now I think I genuinely may do this is we've done enough of these now 
where we, I'm going to give you like a, an episode where I do like a pop quiz <laughs> about episode past. Oh, no. And well, okay. obviously question one would be, what team did Pete Rose play for? You just said Cincinnati. Okay, so you heard me say it. I don't know how long it takes you to forget <laughs> something. Okay. Well, you know, if I asked you a question, mm-hmm. would you know the answer? About what? That's <laughs> I don't just know. Like a, that's the most gen- general <laughs> thing you've ever said to me. Uh, maybe it is. Maybe it's not. But do you know everything? Can you remember everything? Not everything, but when we're... how many? Then other- how am I supposed to remember every single name we've ever said here? Okay. Well, when you put it like that, exactly. I, I was trying to figure out how many episodes we've done p- total. Uh, Look, my job isn't to remember the information. It's to be a little, I don't know, a little fun guy. <laughs> we've done 17 episodes. Okay. So, right. so, okay. <laughs> anyway, back to our story okay. we're currently <laughs> on. So the players didn't like the owner. Mm-hmm. They thought he was cheap. Mm-hmm. Who are we talking about? White Sox. The White Sox. Got it. <laughs> um, they felt like they should be paid more. They actually won the pennant two years back. So this current team in 1919 was like, where's our money? He was. But they probably said like, oh, where's our money? Yeah. See? <laughs> While they're smoking a cigar. Yeah. Um, one example of why he was so cheap. The owner decided to save expenses by reducing the number of times the uniforms were laundered, Mm -hmm. even making the players pay for their jerseys to get laundered as well. Dang. Which is the original rise of the meaning, the Black Sox. Oh, because they were so stinky. Mm -hmm. So, and we're getting into this 1919 season. Oh, I'm sorry. Here's another example of how cheap he was. Really quick. Okay. One of the pitchers, he was having a 30-win season. If he had a 30-win season, he'd Mm get $10,000 bonus. Mm -hmm. So what the owner did was he told the manager of the team, yeah, you got to sit this guy the rest of the year. He can't pitch anymore. That blows. So he can't get his bonus. That blows. Now, granted, it was the highest payroll at the time of any of the teams, Mm -hmm. but still, it was like six thousand dollars a year or sixty thousand dollars a year which is I was about like, to say there's no way it was six thousand dollars sixty thousand how much money is that today um i'll have those numbers later sorry you don't get that now is it because you don't know and you have to look it up when there's a break no i <laughs> just know i'm referencing money in this time period later in the episode okay. and can't remember it now okay so the reason why they were so prone to gambling was baseball at this time you know how, like, when you hear other episodes of sports podcasts talking about them playing for I these... don't listen to sports podcasts. All right. I was specifically <laughs> referencing one sports podcast I know. But when you hear, like, the Rube episode and mm-hmm. they talk about all the random, like, pro teams we played for. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's what was happening a lot. But at this point, Major League Baseball had a clause where players were prohibited to join any league unless the team that they were on signed off for them to leave. So if you're a player and you were like, I want to make more, I'm going to go play for this team in St. Louis. They'd be like, sorry, we don't want to release you. You mm-hmm. have to keep playing for this amount or you can't go play professional organized baseball anywhere else. Okay. So. So they just weren't allowed to break contract. Is that what you're saying? But the contract restrict. So it'd be like playing for the XFL versus the NFL. If you can't make an NFL team, you're not making enough. You could go to the XFL technically if you thought you could make more. This contract said, sorry, 
you can't go play for any other league unless we say you can. Can people p- play for? Wouldn't oh, okay. I'm just not even gonna go into this because it's if it's silly. organized professional baseball, they couldn't just leave. The okay, team. I get it. I'm yep. not worried about what the rule is. I'm okay. worried about like, wouldn't the leagues be playing at the same? T- uh, never mind. Yep. I don't care. <laughs> so due to players getting underpaid, this was prime for gamblers trying to like grease some palms. You know, mm-hmm. um, a book that was written about this time by Gene Carney. Burying the Black Sox, he said uh, baseball was in the stranglehold of gamblers at this time. So it's like there's a whole book talking about how it was bad, right? So the club, White Sox were divided into two camps. The group that was straight-laced, they were nicknamed the Clean Sox. Okay. They weren't dirty. Yeah, I get it. (laughs) You just keep telling the story. (laughs) So one of the players, Chick Gandel, who we talked about earlier, uh, he was one of the original co-conspirators Bearders with Sport Sullivan, who mm-hmm. was a part of the gambling world. Okay. Okay. Uh, Chick demanded eighty thousand dollars in cash for himself and what other any other players he could recruit. Uh, he knew he could recruit other players because one of the other pitchers on the team, he knew he had money problems. <laughs> like he just bought a farm, he had high mortgage payments, he had a family, so he was like, "Yeah, I know I can turn this guy." Later on, um, he was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. They wanted me to go cricket. cricket. Do what? What are we talking about Like throwing the game. Okay. He's like (laughs) tricking. He's convincing players to throw the game so they can get a payout. Okay. But you you can't just do it with like one player affecting the game. You have to get more people in on it. Yeah. So um, money was a big thing, obviously. So they all met in this player's hotel room before and... They were like, here's the deal. We're going to throw the game. Here's all the money you guys are going to get. Figure it out. Uh, one player wasn't at the meeting. He heard about it, said, I'm going to report it. And then he uh, then also got put in on the fix. So, like, people are getting pulled in all over the place. Mm-hmm. The more people kn- that know, yes, they need a lot of people to pull it off. But the more people that know, the more likely it's going to get leaked. And the more hands that need to get paid out, too. Yeah. So, it also helped because one of the players that wasn't agreeing to it got sick, and they were able to put in one of the dirty players, so that helped them win as well. Nice. So, the game's about to start. Another group of gamblers approaches this one player and is like, hey, we'll pay you more if you, like, are in with us on the fix. So, people just, during this time, people just knew baseball was, like, rigged, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Uh, so much so that the press box correspondents during the game were comparing notes on every single play and every player if they felt like it was questionable, like they should have been able to like make it or was like, that's one for the bookies. Mm. Like that's how well known it was. So everyone was betting. These on guys are really bad cheaters. Like well, there's not everyone should know that <laughs> you're cheating <laughs> like that kind of. Defeats the whole purpose of cheating. Well, and it was so well known that so much money was coming on Cincinnati to win the World Series that they ended up dropping the odds big time. So it wasn't even like worth the payout to gamble on them anymore. Mm -hmm. So the signal for how they were showing to the mob that they were in on it for the game was the first pitcher had to hit the first batter. And that was their tip off sign to be like, we're going to play along. So like why do we we shouldn't know their even tip off sign like these guys are really bad conspirators. So they went on to lose game one. 
the first pitcher, he lost three games. The other pl- t- uh, good pitcher on the clean side won two. But after the fifth game, the gamblers were like, yeah, we're not going to pay you guys. <laughs> we are, uh, we're not going to pay you in between each game. Mm-hmm. So the players were like, okay, well, then we're going to go win these games. Yeah. So they won two games. And then before the eighth game, because there was nine-game series, the gamblers just started threatening violence on the families and the players. So they threw the game and ended up losing like they were supposed to. What I just keep thinking about is that like you actually do probably have to be very good at baseball to like continuously throw games and like make sure that like I don't know just to have like control over that enough. Mm-hmm. It uh, feels like when the first time I watched Dirty Dancing <laughs> and my mom said about the girl who played you know well baby <laughs> that she's a very good dancer and it takes a very good dancer to look like a bad dancer in that way and I was like wow acting. <laughs> Yeah, if you're, like, the pitcher, it's easy to maybe, like, throw bad pitches. If mm-hmm. you're, like, batting, you can, like, swing poorly. But it's hard to, like, throw a ball wrong on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, t- I totally agree with you. Like, there. you have to know all of the rules um, so that you can, like, know how to break them and break them correctly. And convincingly, quote, unquote, enough. I to. don't, but maybe they weren't actually <laughs> yeah, all that. Maybe, conv- maybe they were just, like, being dickheads out there. I'd and it was really s- obvious. I'd love to see, like, a footage of, like, a highlight reel of all the, p- like, errors in the game and you to just to be like, oh, that was bad. Like, like, I just am picturing someone pretending, like, that they can't even, like, pick the ball <laughs> up and just keep, like, stumbling everywhere. <laughs> I, and then I hear this noise. I actually just picture these games looking like the Savannah bananas games where it's just like the i i want to go to one of those so bad that's real baseball to me Mm -hmm. so the players involved in this game they seem like their best friends and that's what i want out of sports i want to know that everyone on that field is best friends and they will go to war for each other (laughs) that's what i want to feel like and i feel like the bananas would go to war for each other i do love a game where it's not the like win at the end of it that counts like you can play as hard and it's as the much friends as you, you want made along the way exactly yeah like exactly. not having to worry about who wins or loses but just getting to play your best is so there it must be God, so free yeah i think everyone should get a participation trophy describing to yeah damn it <laughs> we're cliches you know of what? our age we are what the world made us facts and that is a lover of friendship <laughs> <laughs> So each player received $5,000 or more equivalent to $78,000 now. Mm-hmm. And the main co-conspirator, Chick Gandel, took in $35,000, which would have been equivalent to about half a million dollars. Dang. I really hope that that benched pitcher got in on this because he deserved that bonus. <laughs> It's funny you say that. Okay. So, oh, was he the rat? Is he going to be the little ratty boy? Uh, different way okay. we're going to go with this. So, after the season, people were still suspicious and talking about it. The owner actually suspended all the suspected players, mm-hmm. despite no like legal thing at this point happening. He was just like, I don't care how good we're doing. I don't want these eight players playing on the field. Boo. So, he tomato, suspended tomato. them. Um, and then. Let the cheaters play. <laughs> Don't uh, hate the players, hate the game, dude. Gambling. The That's game. how that phrase originated. It was. It really was about sports. Exactly. So October twenty second, nineteen twenty, they did start handing down indictments. Eight players and five gamblers were indicted. 
uh, nine counts of conspiracy to defraud. Wow. But here's what happened. The owner of the team mm-hmm. paid bonuses to all the players who didn't participate in the fix. So any player that was on the clean socks, mm-hmm. he just gave them bonuses for just like being honest. Wow. The good guy really does win. It did. So the trial began in Chicago because why not? Uh, one of the people that testified was Sleepy Billy Burns. Sleepy? What are you doing here? You're so sleepy. Were all of these eight men just like Snow White's dwarves? <laughs> like what is going on? That is the for- formula for gamble or, or like mob <laughs> boss nicknames. They're like you got to take a Snow White character. And, and then the street <laughs> that you lived on. Yeah. Um. He said, in "What would your what would your gambler name be?" Um, Doc Grace. <laughs> oh, boo! You, know, you like went with Doc. You would. Doc is fun. It's because it's a shortened version of one of it. I don't know. Dopey Grace. <laughs> yeah. I would be. <laughs> I can't think of all bash, Bashful Bobby Steris. <laughs> don't say the last part of it. <laughs> Why not? Bashful Bobby is what you would be then. Terrace is <laughs> I like it though. I think it sounds better. <laughs> it's right. my full that's my maiden name. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, he said in court that the one pitcher was so in on the fix that if he was threatened to throw the ball out of the park, he would have if he needed to lose a game. So wow. he was like really going in on him. Um several of the signed confessions disappeared mysteriously. Wow. So the jury deliberated for less than three hours, returning not guilty verdicts on all of the accused players. Good for them. Uh, they then appointed baseball's first. Is it a crime if everyone knows about it and just like goes <laughs> along with it? Like, <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> um, after this, they appointed the first. Was the Iraqi War a crime? <laughs> <laughs> and here we are, <laughs> stepping into the line. <laughs> oh god the answer is yes unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> our podcast is very good um <laughs> we uh, make sure we make we don't alienate any one of yeah. our audience members we alienate everyone <laughs> yeah. so it's equal exactly um so yeah they they nominate they nominated the first baseball commissioner ever and they gave him like ultimate power to do whatever he wanted because they wanted to like clean up baseball all the way across. So even though those players were exonerated of charges, he was like, you, he banned all eight from playing baseball ever again. He gave them indefinite suspe- suspensions. Um, so they just didn't play baseball ever again. Sad. Yeah. And, uh, 1956 Sports Illustrated Chick Gandal said he expressed remorse for the scheme but wrote that the players had actually abandoned it when it became apparent they were going to be watched closely. Uh, According to Gandal, the players' numerous errors were a result of fear that they were being watched. Dang, Panopticon. What? What? Yeah. You know the Panopticon? I've, I've definitely, and you know what? Here it is. The moment we've all been waiting for. I have explained the Panopticon to you on this podcast before. I don't think so. And you don't remember. Listeners, call us in. <laughs> Do you remember what the Panopticon is? Comment your favorite forgotten memory of the show. <laughs> uh, 
Another player not on this team, but Joe Gaden, I think his name is, second baseman for the St. Louis Browns. Not a fun enough name. It's not. Um, was a friend of the Cincinnati fan, uh, Cincinnati players, mm-hmm. and he learned they were fixing the game, so he placed a bet, and then uh, he informed the owner of the fix in an effort to try to gain a reward from the oh, owner. Oh, what a... S- Lee's ball. Yeah, he got banned. Um, and then the last and most famous one is Shoeless Joe Jackson. Mm-hmm. So he's one of the best hitters. Yeah. Uh, he said he was never known the plan, but he was given money by other teammates. Mm-hmm. And like a really famous like quote f- came from this because after the trial, a kid I guess comes up to allegedly came up to him and was like, "Say it ain't so, Joe." <laughs> and that's like a famous like thing used mm-hmm. now in like vernacular, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, but he's like, yes, kid, I'm afraid it is. So he was like, never allowed to play baseball ever again. That's so sad. Yeah. And again, like it's still a huge punishment for every athlete in sports across every sport. Um, Mm -hmm. to be banned, to be suspended (laughs) majorly for gambling. Um, a player by the name of a football player who's in current playing Calvin Ridley was banned for an entire season Mm -hmm. from the NFL for gambling on football when he was taking a break for mental health reasons. Mm-hmm. So he was seating. He was already going to sit out the year basically, but he was like, they looked up and saw on FanDuel or something that he had placed like a bunch of parlays mm-hmm. and they suspended him. Do you remember that like big scandal? Was it like a hockey player and his like he like cheated on his wife and then his wife posted like all this stuff to social media about how he like was gambling on his own team or something like that? Yeah. So that's you're talking about Evander Kane. Uh huh. Who currently plays in the NHL right now. Oh my God. He's still playing. And I remember that being like really a fucked up situation. I think I remember showing you this like on the train. We were coming home from a White Sox game actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it was like. It re- was on the way. It was really messed was up. Was that that time that guy was like. They know me in Cleveland. Can I take a whole pizza into the stadium? Can I take a whole pizza into the stadium? It was by far the funniest thing someone's asked me at a baseball game. Can I bring a whole pizza into the stadium? What do I look like? The rules police. The food rules police. We were just like, shut up. We're trying to drink on this train. Stop looking at us. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it was well known enough. I think if I remember correctly, like one of his teammates is like a gag gift for Christmas, bought him like a gambling for dummies book or something like that. So, yeah, I think he was suspended for a short amount of time. But I think that's something where like it was probably never proven or whatever. Whereas like this guy straight up like they found the receipts of his Mm -hmm. and he later once he got suspended he tweeted out i don't have a gambling problem (laughs) well you know if you can't learn from your mistakes at least learn to laugh at them you know what i mean well and he it's funny because he put out another tweet that was like all i did was bet fifteen hundred dollars and that and Mm -hmm. you know he's getting suspended over that and like a true gambler i read that and i was like oh he didn't win any of his bets because he just said the number he put in, not, I only won this amount. Mm-hmm. So that was a very, like, reading between the lines. So sucks a bet you lost, you get double punished. That's what happens when you gamble with your life, Tyler. <laughs> I'm not gambling <laughs> with my life. <laughs> it's just little having fun. There's a difference. 
That's what he was saying, too. <laughs> and then his life got ruined. Yeah, but he was a professional athlete. I am not. You could have been. No, I If you didn't gamble it all away. <laughs> <laughs> That's the deep secret I've never told anyone. I could have been a pro hockey player, but I gambled on my college Division One club games yep. and I had to get off and terrible. Absolutely terrible to have to get off. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Calvin Ridley's <laughs> going to play football this year. I'm so happy for him. He wrote a Who? really Calvin Ridley, the football player oh. we're talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm happy for him. He wrote a really good letter about mental health, so I always love when a player comes around to that. We're very pro mental health. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's the Black Sox scandal. Wow. And uh there's like me- it's one of those things where there's so many like gambling stories with like players referees and other things mm-hmm. like i want to sprinkle them in as possible and I, you know i could just do like a whole like week-long series about different people that have cheated in sports i think you know we don't have to talk about this ever again here's my here's what we, all there is to know wrap it up gambling is bad <laughs> and tyler you should really address your issues about it <laughs> What are you at? I feel like Protestant try- church. I feel like you keep trying to like bring it up and like normalize it <laughs> and just be like, see, it's okay because at least I w- didn't get banned from baseball because of it. <laughs> T- gambling's still not good for you, Tyler, when you have no control over it. I love that new line that you just gave me that as long as I don't get banned from any professional sports. No, I just said that that's not the way to go. That's what I heard. (laughs) Where's John Taffer? (laughs) We need a rescue here. (laughs) Life Um, rescue with John Taffer. There you go. There it is. He's going to be the next guest on our podcast after, of course, we get Brendan Fraser out here. We love you. That's, the one gamble I don't regret making is, is loving Brendan. Is Brendan <laughs> is loving Brendan? It was never a gamble. It was always it was always real. We call that a lock in the business. A what? A lock. A what? A lock. A what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. When are you going to describe what it is instead of just repeating the word I don't know? It's a term. Men, I swear to God, they do this all the time. <laughs> don't make it's, this about It this. is no. It is. It always <laughs> is. <laughs> Just tell me what it is already. Is it being a look? A look? That's it, my impression of mankind. It's a thing in gambling. Getting that off knows a for on sure their superiority complex. Okay, what was it? I missed it because I was, was. That's why I was cutting <laughs> you off yeah. on purpose. It's a, like when you go, oh, that's, I know Green Bay is going to win. That's a lock. Like a pick. Oh, okay. Gambling. I thought it was going to be like an actual technical term, no. not just a, I thought a little slang. Not like I thought maybe it would be like a repeating bet or something. Oh no. Well, good. Let's end this on a tension filled <laughs> argument. <laughs> this is great. What are you looking here? How about let's let's leave on something hopeful. What are you looking forward to in the next week of sports? Oh, baseball season starts in like two weeks. Oh my god. Did Opening it, day. Didn't it just like end two weeks ago? No. We I'm just started sure. spring training. Okay. Baseball ends in October. Okay. Basically. I'm looking forward to October. <laughs> <laughs> Tomato. Right. Oh, I caught it and it's a nice little snack. All right. Well, thank you for listening. I thank you for listening. You I hope this. you enjoyed this. And we'll see, see you, you next time. Next time. Bye. Bye.